<laughs> Welcome to. Let's see how now I lost it. Beyond the headlines. Can we do like a record scratch and be like Beyond the headlines? This is Beyond the headlines. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another day of Beyond the headlines. As always, leave your. Oh man, that thing came off again. <laughs> leave your llama videos this week. We found some good llama videos. Long yeah, the llama jumping the DMX. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, I love that video. You're all competing against the llama. Yes. So, um, today we've got some pretty interesting headlines. Uh, so, we also have a Q and A question though. Do we want to start with that? I feel like for some people, if they were watching. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, well, I mean, some people may only tune in for that. You should Q&A. tune in for the whole thing, because it's straight fire on here. <laughs> All, but straight all, everything is fire. Like. All right. So let's see. The Q&A question. Let me pull it up. Um, man, I should have been prepared for this. My bad, guys. How dare okay. you? So the question is. Dun, 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 dun. Good night. Where did it go? Um. I'm a failure at this. Oh, there it is. Okay, okay, okay. I'm looking at the wrong wrong color. Anyway, so the question is, um, my company is looking for, it's, this is out of San Antonio. It's for a, uh, a small accounting firm out of San Antonio. I'm not going to say their name because, anyway, reasons. Um, the small accounting firm from San Antonio says, asks, my company is looking for effective ways to improve word of mouth marketing. How can we do something like that when the company was originally started in a completely different area and no one really knows our names, our name here. So, the permit is how do we? It's basically how do you market? It's a B two B thing, probably, right? The accounting is for business to business. Oh, well, so how do you do word of mouth? Is it business? Well, are they business to business? I mean, they probably they do other target hiring clients because, like, you know, if, when you get past a certain point, you kind of need an accountant. All accountants. Yeah. Well, and the, so we let's just, if we keep it simple, because, I mean, that does get into some interesting yeah. things where we're talking about, like, going after clients who are making over two, three hundred, $400,000 a year. You know what I mean? Anyway, I think if it were just, if we just leave it to just the B2B thing, especially for a younger accounting firm, like, she's asking, how do we get word of mouth out to get that business out? My initial thought is... Do a podcast. Yeah. I mean, you know why? But you know why, though? Because this is, this is where this gets interesting, is it's not just doing the podcast. It's doing the podcast and inviting someone on to be on the podcast, which is something we should probably think about doing this on, this way, because you can then get someone into your office and build a really deep relationship with them, right? Yeah. Totally off the table, no sales involved, right? But you're building a deep relationship with them so that – Later down the line, they be, they trust you because they believe that you know what you're talking about after having that long conversation with them. You know what I'm saying? The same thing, thing about the way that we did our show, for example. So this is really interesting, actually. I was thinking about this last night. The fashion show thing that's getting filmed right now, right, that we've got our team out fa- filming, that is a, I mean, in the, in the big term, that's a $40 million, $50 million company, right? The only reason we're having that conversation with them is because way back when I interviewed some guy on the show, right? If you, we all trace it back. What happened was I saw an app on um, Facebook. It's for Grubstar, right? 
Can we say the name on there? I'm gonna bleep it out. I don't think I don't think he'll mind. He'll be yeah. He'll he'll probably be okay with it. Yeah. So, um, so we invited the guy to come in and to interview him, right? And we started talking about like his app and why I think that makes a lot of sense, right? Anyway, that turned into someone posted something on Facebook and say, "Hey, I need help with da da da. Any recommendations?" He tags me in that Facebook post with that guy, right? I then give a free make a free calendar for him. Right. Didn't charge or anything at this point. Like if we look about this, how long ago that was right to this point, I've made zero dollars off of that interview. OK. Um, so anyway, going around, made this free interview. That guy ends up signing on as a client. Right. We're making a small amount of money. I mean, not a lot, but enough to make it OK. Our profit margins are pretty bad on that, but that's no matter. That's not the point. As we start moving forward, he then recommends us to the manager of this $50 million company. I think you skipped something. What did I skip? How you got to our client. Because you started with Grubstar. And you said they, but the way you were going, you said Grubstar signed on with us. It wasn't Grubstar. No, 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 no not Grubstar. Grubstar. Oh, I missed They the referred scout. us to a client. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Ryan, a friend of Ryan's yeah. asked for help. He then tagged us, yeah, so we became that help. Skipped. Right. And then we, they, that person then signed us on as a client and then reintroduced us to this. Anyway, long story short, because we did that interview, everything led up to a conversation with a company that could t- end up turning out to be, um, in yeah. the long term, a ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollar $30,000 a month client. So the point I'm trying to make is doing the podcast, the distribution of the show or the podcast yeah. isn't the point. I think the point is being able to sit down with someone and have a build a deep relationship with them because they all have friends. See what I'm saying? I, th- I think I think you're right on that. I think God, I think of something else um, that you could do. Something else that you could uh, you could do with that is like a kind of like a tipsy bartender kind of thing. But well, uh, yeah, and I think but, in, but you know mistakes businesses make in their accounting departments. Right. Ways to, you know, the biggest hassle. What is the biggest hassle businesses make and what's the easiest way to fix it? Doing, giving, giving. Yeah, you're giving advice. Information give, and yeah. value, yeah. Give, giving advice. Um, you know, it, what, you know, eventually people sit there and think, man, these people know what they're talking about. Yep. I, and run those as ads against, you know, the companies you want to target. I think being in accounting, it's harder to get word of mouth out because not a whole lot of people are interested to sit down and uh, actually listen to an accountant do their right. business. Cause like me, I have no interest in it. Right. Right. If I, if I hire an accountant, yeah, I may go in and talk to him or whatever, but in reality, like, can you get my stuff done? You know, I, I'm more of a trust thing. Like you said, like I'm, I actually, I'm more, I need to trust my accountant more than actually knowing how the system works. And that's the point. That's why yeah. the podcast is so important because then you're able to build, not only build relationships one-on-one with people, but then if you distribute it correctly, yeah. you're building relationships through the microphone, through the internet, <coughs> so that people trust you before they ever even give you a call. It's yeah. all branding, right? Yeah. Like, it's less sales and more branding so that the sales come to you. That's where that. That's why that makes sense. So anyway, long, long story short, build relationships. Give away free stuff and wait for those free things to turn into money. Right? Yeah. yeah. And just be patient because you're not going to like – like I was saying, like with the calendar thing that we built, right? I had no earthly idea in that moment building that calendar that it was going to lead to a conversation with a big company. 
None, right? Like, yeah. there's no foresight that happened there. We just, you know, we just knew that that was going to do something. We didn't know what, but it was going to do something. And so here we are looking at that square in the face now. Anyway. And don't be, afraid, don't be afraid to talk about your business, your brand on your Facebook. Don't, don't be afraid that people, like. Don't be spammy. Yeah, like, don't, don't do it on your personal. But, you know, talk, it's okay to, to let people know that you're in that kind of business. Especially if you're still small starting out. Mm-hmm. Don't don't flood people's Facebook. Don't personal message people about your services. You know, don't sell to people. But, you know, host a host one of the a things, cook-off, cook-out. You know what's funny? One of the things that I do on, the pers- on my personal page yeah. is actually just share accomplishments. Yeah. I never, like, I, I may have done it a couple times in the early on because, like, I wasn't really thinking about it. Like, trying to sell services on my personal page. And then started straying away from that and only sharing accomplishments that were happening or good things that are happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then it becomes like, I don't need you, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just sharing my life with them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because that's what Facebook is. And that's what, that's what I mean. I don't, I, you know, don't sell, yeah. don't sell you don't on be Facebook, spammy. but just, you know, let people know. So q and I don't know what we're going to call that. We'll, we'll come up with a name later, but Q&A session. So giveaway free stuff. Be okay with giving away free stuff for a while, and then it eventually will lead to good things. And then you can make a you know a business decision about when the free stuff stops. And that's never a black and white line, right? Like it's always a gray area. That yeah. you know what I mean. So anyway, moving on. Don't be afraid to wine and dine potential customers either. As long if you got money for it. Well, that's what I'm I mean. not wine and dining nobody. Well, I mean you know a little bit different situation. I imagine if they're an accounting <laughs> firm, they have some kind of clients. Well, let's hope. We'd hope. I mean, and especially even early on, though. Anyway. Um, so let's move on to the first headline. Um, this is really interesting for businesses that may have been not taking Snapchat too seriously. They should probably think about it. So Snapchat's just released. Um, they're calling them context cards. And what they are is... I see what they did there. It's context. What do you mean? Context clues, context cards. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So what they're doing is if someone takes a picture... At your location, and whatever location that is, right? Restaurant, hotel, picture retail of the building, store, though, right? right? No, no, no. It just at the building, oh, not necessarily it uses in the, the building. Okay. Yeah, it uses the location. So, um, and they use a filter, right? That has your location down at the bottom, right? People that see that, any of their friends that see that, can now swipe up to see more information about the business they took the picture at. Not just information, though. It gets way better. So this is where it gets really cool is if they are a restaurant, for example, Snapchat's actually teamed up with, I think, like Open Table and Yelp, where you can now see reviews and Open Table allows you to reserve a table straight from Snapchat. Real interesting for retail companies, right? Yeah. It gets even better. They teamed up with Uber and Lyft, so you can now schedule an Uber or Lyft directly from Snapchat without ever having to leave the app. So if you're... For example, let's say you got, if you encourage, I'm trying to like figure out how I would get someone to do this. If you are of a restaurant, for example, and you encourage people somehow, some way, you give an incentive to get people to use your Snapchat filter at your restaurant location, right? Give them 10% off. I don't know, something that you can get away with. They all use the Snapchat filter. All of their friends see it. They can now see the context cards of your restaurant. They can now start booking Ubers to your restaurant for lunch and lift for lunch they can also reserve tables through uh, open table right all for like you know you could possibly get 
thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of views every single day during lunchtime, if you gave them an incentive to use it, that would then lead directly to sales that have the potential to lead directly for sales, all for a 10% off coupon. And if you think that's coupon. not going to work, you're wrong. You know how many people might be just sitting in their car like, what do you want to go eat? Man, I don't know. All the time. Like they're looking through Snapchat. Yep. And they see it. And they're like, man. You know, that's my that's yep. my biggest problem. We wanted to go Saturday. We wanted to go watch a game, finish the rest of a game and eat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Bubba's. We were going to go to Bubba's and try that place. Yeah. You got to probably edit that out. But Yeah, I'll edit that out. It was like a 45-minute wait. Yeah. Now, that's not a big deal. Had we had an option to save a table... When we left the house, because 25 minutes there, you know, whatever. But, like, we ended up going to Chili's because there was no wait. That's yeah. one of the biggest issues I run into. If I could, if if I had seen somebody on Snapchat, might have been able to reserve a table somewhere. Are you kidding me? And just go directly from the Snapchat app. You yeah, don't have to do just, anything. You just, yeah, boom, just, reserve, done. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I haven't t- messed with it yet, but even if it's not perfect yet, Snapchat's going to figure it out. Yeah. This is, I think this is one of their, um, this is more for the business side. It doesn't do... It, it helps the consumer a little bit, I guess, but it's more for businesses. It makes it easier for consumers no, to go straight for to the businesses. Business. Like, it yeah. is easy for the consumer, but it, this is one of those things that you need to take advantage of. It's still super it's cheap grow, to do it, too. And it's going to grow, and it's going to be pretty soon you can put your orders in on Snapchat. You can order a pizza off of Snapchat. Yep. You might be able oh, to already. That's, this is another thing. This is interesting. Facebook actually just launched their food ordering service a little off script here for a moment but you can now and i made a video about that the other day but you there's now a food ordering service on facebook where you can now just jump on order the food and it gets it delivered to your location they they're they're it's going to take a while to build up they've got partnerships with some companies um chipotle papa john's um bigger retail companies um but what it is is it's through yelp so, and I'd have to do some research to figure out how a local restaurant would jump on that and be able to use that that system. Um, but that's really interesting that Facebook is now trying to dive into the ordering service, right? Yeah. Isn't that weird to think about? That Facebook's starting to know, really Facebook, think about that. It, it's trying to integrate everything into the. Facebook's trying to take over the world. There's an app in Japan. This yep. Japan or China? Probably the only person I don't think Facebook could go up against would be Amazon. Yeah. Well, it's Facebook, Amazon, Google. Yeah, like Amazon just has a grip. But I mean, like you can still search for stuff through Facebook. Yeah. Much well, like the Google. only thing Google doesn't have is a viable social network. Yeah. That's like it, it's it's one of those things where like Facebook could go up against just about anybody and do whatever they want, except for Amazon. I really think Amazon, like not not future can tell a different story, but I think they've got a, a vice grip on sale or merchandising and Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, me and Laura had this talk the other day. I, she doesn't understand. I was like, Laura's like, Amazon's launching a food service. I ain't got to go nowhere. Yep. She's like, I like to put my hands on the food. Eh, me not so no, much. No, you don't. Nobody likes she, doing she it. Do, no, she's, no, no. Do you know why she, she does, thinks though? she does. Well, this is why she does. She likes to go walk around and look at it. She actually does. She'll like, like when she gets like her mangoes and stuff, she likes to feel them. Because she tells, like, I, but I've never been that kind of person. I have a funny I don't, feeling. I don't, when it comes to, like, mangoes and crap like that, yeah. like, the only thing I've ever checked for ripeness is an avocado, and that's because I learned how to check it. Here's the thing. All it's going to take for her to change her mind is to trust that Amazon's going to pick the good produce. All, it, all yeah. it's going to take. Well, that's all it, yeah. One order, and 
everything that comes in is good produce. That's a, yeah, she but, will never ever go back to Walmart ever again. I feel like that's a Mexican thing though. The I'm, whole the whole I, like I sure I I, I doubt I feel that, like the though. whole like squeezing the fruits and stuff cuz I never I've never I never did it. Yeah. Like I we went in like <laughs> Give me the bananas. Throw them in here. Like I just I think, look at them, but I think like, people, it's weird to me. I think I think in the in majority she could be the exception, but I think well, I think there's a, a lot of people like that. Majority of people, but here's here's this is why value I think their a, time over that. This is why I think a lot of people like still prefer to go because I'm like the type where so a service like that would do me really well because I'm gonna order what I need and I'm not gonna walk around and buy extra shit. That would be great for me. I can order it. They're gonna deliver it. I'm not gonna buy the Oreo cookies because I saw them over there, and I'm a, this is my like weakness. Right. But see, like her, she likes she like she likes to walk up and down every aisle. She she you know, and then she gets to go look at the clothes. Like like me, I want to go in. I want to get it. I'm done. She like takes time out of the day and plans to do this. Sure, it drives me nuts. I think that behavior is gonna disappear. I hope not just from her, but from most people. I it's hope. the same thing, the same reason why. I'm just kidding. If you listen to this, I love you. You, I yeah. do whatever you want. <laughs> it, does she buy from? She, you could probably have said the same thing about her going into retail stores five, she's, six, she seven still years goes ago. Into retail stores. Does she buy stuff on Amazon? She'll buy about the only thing that like she buys stuff off Amazon. But it, again, the only reason she goes in, like the main reason she goes into retail stores, retail stores and buys stuff, is try stuff on. Yeah. And because she's bought stuff off Amazon, it's been too small. Mm-hmm. And she's about the only thing she she like the only thing she really doesn't like she buys all she basically buys all the toys off. She's already started Christmas shopping, and this is late for her. She yeah. normally starts Christmas shopping, and it's Amazon stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah you know, she'll order most of it off Amazon. She'll may go to we may go to Toys R Us and buy a few things, like. But what percentage of your your Christmas spending is done online versus in store? Oh, dude, I don't know. For the because it's mostly most of the stuff, probably all actually probably about like six seventy five percent of it online. I think so. Yeah. Yep. I'm just saying, like as far as retail stores and grocery stores, I think I think it's gonna be a little bit before it dies out for some people. Like it's for me, take time. Yeah, no, for nothing's me, happening like, tomorrow. Like if it was to, like as soon as like, as soon as they launch it, I'd be yeah. like, sign me up. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go in the grocery store. I don't want to fight with people. You know, I don't want to wait in line because Walmart never has enough people. Yep. She's just different like that. Yeah. I think it's just like it's going to take time. It's a gradual progression for everybody. It's the same thing. Like there are people who only 10 years ago were still vouching they'd never get a a phone. Yeah. Right? Like there's still people that, that, you know, there's probably still people right now that are still. I'm never getting a cell phone. Right? Like I'm sure that that still exists. All it takes is a little bit of time and a little bit of trust to totally change the way people act. We've seen that. That's why companies like Netflix were built and Amazon were built. They're they're betting that consumer behavior is shiftable. And they've proven that it's shiftable. So it's an interesting world we live in. We're no longer living in a world where Snapchat needs consumer to consumer like, behavior is fifty years. Snapchat needs to make like a integrate something where like you can snap a banana and they give you the best deals in town. Dude, Facebook's already on this. Have you seen this? The augmented well, reality stuff that Facebook I, does? Well, let's no. say, so this is a cool thing that they revealed. Let's say you were at a restaurant. Okay? Facebook needs to do this with cars. Snap a car, take a picture of a car, and you get the best deal in town. We'll call it pocket sell. It's coming, dude. Pocket sell. All of that is coming. The augmented reality stuff. All of that's coming. So here's what it is. If you take a picture and or a video, um, and I don't know if this isn't launched yet, but this is one of the things they're toying around with. 
if you take a picture and a video or a video at like a restaurant, for example, let's say there's a bottle of wine in the background, right? That Facebook then recognizes as a branded product that has partnered up with Facebook. It will then show a little bitty context card that shows <coughs> the name of that brand, the name of the wine, right? How much it costs to buy, and you click it, and it takes you straight to wherever you're going to need to buy it. Nice. It's going to get That's real interesting in the about. next few years. Once that stuff starts getting launched, like the, everything's going to wait. Bait, cha- like literally everything in this room is a product of some point to some degree. Like you have to buy all this stuff from from somewhere. As soon as they uh, issue that stuff in the AR, their augmented reality stuff, people are going to be. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be Amazon everywhere. So anyway, do you see that? And this is off completely off topic, but it's not really. But do you see the augmented Mario game? Mm-mm. You didn't see that? No. You put the you put the headset on and it's with your phone and like the sidewalk. It's it's like you're side scrolling on the sidewalk. Like you have a little box up there. You got to jump up and punch. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, next headline: um, GM is planning to test their self driving cars next year in New York. I think and I think we read that Cadillac. On one of theirs is already given an option, a five thousand dollar option, not for self driving, but if you're cruising on the highway, it'll take over for you. Just on the highway? I don't know. I don't. It may be a city, but let's let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some real quick research. We talked about this last week. What about the self driving automation? Oh, part? we were talking about it coming like yeah, it being like, a thing. Now we're literally talking about GM testing them. So who, for real, so, for real. But so, but you remember last week we were like, who's going to be first? Well, but my question Looks was... like it's GM. My question was, hasn't Uber been testing these cars in California? Um, Probably. But that's, again, we were talking about who's the first big company. Yeah, but I guess my question is, well, who are they buying their cars from that they got this in? Uber's not buying self-driving cars. They're, trying, they're testing to try and create them. That's automation stuff that's happening aftermarket stuff. You know what I mean? Let's see. Um, The plan testing by GM and its self-driving unit, Cruise Automation, will be the first by a level four autonomous vehicle in the state. Kumo Kuomo said in a statement, a level three car still needs a steering wheel and a driver who can take over if the car encounters a problem, while a level four promises driverless features in dedicated lanes. A level five vehicle is capable of navigating roads without any driver input and is its purest form would have no steering wheel or brakes. Wow. GM and Cruise Automation will begin conducting tests in Manhattan with an engineer in the driver's seat to monitor the performance and a second person in the passenger seat, the statement said. So basically they're they're planning on releasing level four autonomous vehicle, which means driverless vehicle, Driverless, driverless features um, in dedicated lanes. And this is supposed to happen in early 2018 in Manhattan with that traffic. So here's here's Ford's thing. Merrick Buy, which just returned to Ford. This is, this is a little older. Was, I guess, after a stint, he, he was with Uber. And he worked on the ride-hailing company's autonomous program. Um, it doesn't really say. It says like they plan to have, plan to field an autonomous driving service launch by 2021. 
I'm guessing that means like that's Uber self-driving. No, this is for Ford. Oh. They bought the guy that was working on Uber's thing back to Ford. So he was working for Ford, went to go work with Uber, now he's going back to Ford? Apparently Ford has, Ford's robocar delivers pizza in the name of science. Sounds Um, like a headline. Huh? That sounds like a headline. Yeah, this says Ford and Domino's use self-driving cars to deliver pizza in Ann Arbor. There's your Ford. Of course, it's all coming. At the end of the day, it's all coming. It's all coming very fast. And, yeah. We're all going to get delivered pizza from auto-driving cars. Argo AI CEO says to look past the self-driving hype. Who Who says that? Argo AI CEO or Argo Al CEO. I don't know who that is. Apparently, Ford invested $1 billion in them to help bring self-driving cars to the masses. But don't count on them arriving anytime soon if Argo CEO is Of course not. Word. None yeah. of this is happening tomorrow. That's the point we're trying to make, yeah. right? Is this not going to happen tomorrow? What we're I trying wish. to do is get people to pay attention to it because it's going to be big. The same way people were crying the mountaintops in the 80s and 90s that the internet was going to be big and no one listened. Mm-hmm. Right? And now Put here we are. hats on. That what? So put your temple yeah. hats on. I mean, not like that, but, well, you know, like there were people, I mean, billionaires. This is, so here's, I, here's a point I want to make. Everything we're talking about is not coming tomorrow, but it will be here. It's coming. Like you're not going to stop it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. It's going to happen. You might as well figure out how to make that work in your lives. Yeah. Right. Because we've seen this before, like not even that long ago. Like this is not a difficult thing to comprehend. The problem is people are just so... We're so fearful of, not fearful, we just, we don't realize that when changes come, they come fast. Yeah. Right? So, like, if we all look at it, some of the three, one, two, yeah, three of the richest people on in the U.S. right now, multi-billionaires, only became billionaires in the last two decades. They built billion-dollar companies in the last 20 years off of the Internet. Right, um, three of the richest people in the world. That is insane to me, and that should show you like there are more billionaires who, right now, are making zero dollars. They're making nothing, but in twenty years they're going to be billionaires, and they, because they're betting on what's coming, right? They're that person that invested in the that's investing in a company who. I don't know, who specializes in creating um, the technology for a self-driving car to listen to your voice is starting up today and in 10 years is going to be a billionaire, right? It's not, it's never, ever what's happening now. It's always what's going to happen. That's how those people make their money. That's why they win that game. Like Mark Cuban's a really good example. Like he started a tiny little internet company, right? While he was being a while he was a bartender, and now he's a freaking billionaire, and he owns the Dallas Mavericks, like because he bet on the future. Long story short, don't count it out, right? It's all coming, and then eventually the AI is going to take over the world, and we're all going to be we're robot gonna, slaves. Hopefully, Will Smith will still be alive by then, so he can save us. Human slaves to the robot race is what's going to happen. The robots going to take over. And that's not a joke. You like my Will Smith? What was reference? it? Reference. What was the Will Smith reference? I robot. What did you say? 
So hopefully Will Smith is still alive, so we can say. Oh, this. Will Smith! I thought you said. I, I thought you said hope we we're still alive. Anyway, so um, I think that's about. Yeah, it's about our time. That's about time. Chris, yeah. closing remarks. There closing was another thoughts. headline. Huh? Oh, I thought we had another headline. Was that three headlines already? Well, we've already taken up all of our time. We're only doing. I, we can't got to keep it within time frame. I'm producing as well. So, final thoughts. Chris. I have none. You have no final thoughts? No, I, didn't, I wasn't a big fan of these headlines. Why? I don't know. I just felt like our like our, our past headlines have been better. We've only done this show twice. Yeah, they were better. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's just, it, it, it felt like these headlines weren't as, we didn't have as much going on in the in this week that we, you know, because they're kind of like a repetitive headline. Everything we say is going to be repetitive. Don't this say that. It's all going to be the same thing. No, it will not no, no, no. be the same thing. Here's what's going to happen. You need to tune in every week <laughs> to find out what's new in the business world. Well, I mean, like the headlines are going to change a little bit. Things are happening. But at the end of the day, this, the message is the same. The future's coming. Get over it. Well, I get that. I'm not, I'm not right? disagreeing with that. I just. It's going to feel I mean, the show was still fire. Always. Always. It's just the, the headlines weren't as, as yeah. hot as I thought they were going to be. We can do. Let me see how much time we have left. We have about one minute left. Make it count. Make it count. What are we talking about? Nothing. Give us your Q and A's. Let us know. We'd be happy to happy to. We're done here to to uh, you know answer your questions. We really enjoy those. It gives us a chance to really get in depth and think about know what we're going on, yep. what's going on. So send your questions in. If you have time, look up Llama with DMX. You won't be disappointed. DMX Llama is the best video ever. Um, and I think we're done. Peace out. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Beyond the Headlines. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Give us a like, give us a share. We'll see you next time.